It is here. The moment we've all been waiting for. Yay! Yay! Disney Plus has launched. Ohana means family. When life gets you down, you know what you gotta do? You don't know what you gotta do. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Men, women, boys, girls, cats, dogs, fish, maybe. It is time to discuss Disney+. Plus. Yesterday was the first day of the Disney Plus streaming service. And uh, I am your Jay, I'm your host, Jay. <laughs> I'm Andrea. And uh, we here at the Disney Plus podcast, or Disney Plus Us podcast, will go through... All animated movies. All Disney animated movies. We started with Snow White, released in 1930, what was it, 36, 39, yeah. somewhere around there. And we're working our way chronologically through all of the movies. But that being said, this episode is not that. This is the Power User's Guide to Disney+. Plus. Yes, we've kind of taken a hiatus from our movie watching to celebrate that which is Disney+. Plus. It has just launched in the United States, Canada, and the Netherlands. Netherlands, quite a while ago. Well, they got a soft open. They got all yeah. the new stuff yesterday. That's right. So, uh, let's go ahead and let's do initial reactions. So, yesterday was the first time we booted up Disney+. Plus. I We installed it on the Roku, no problem. Launched it, no problem. There was no problem streaming. We did do it in the evening. And so maybe the big rush had already gone by. Yeah, I heard a lot of rumors of internet lag and, and server errors. Yeah, I think they didn't expect everyone to jump in at the exact same time, and but we didn't have a problem. Yeah, standard day one stuff. Yeah. So first reaction, Jay? Okay, so when I booted it up, I didn't know what to expect. Would there be a welcome video? Would there be music playing? No. It's much more simple. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, what happened, and uh, there's a nice banner at the top that circulates through exclusive slash uh, high traffic. Featured feature, elements. Yeah, yeah, feature elements. I really like this. It, they keep it fresh. Um, and the layout seemed really nice. I did notice there's a nice little blue circle whenever things were loading. Mm -hmm. And... The very first thing we did was watch Mandalorian. So yes. <laughs> I know we promised we'd watch some Winnie the Pooh thing, but I'm sorry. We are watching <laughs> Mandalorian. Uh, yeah, I thought the the download, the install was all really nice. The layout is actually really, really nice. Uh, what was your reaction to seeing Disney Plus? It seems like a pretty solid streaming service, and you're getting what seems like a lot for the price. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I first impressions, it seems pretty solid. Yeah, I there was a lot of hype, and I think it paid off. I think uh, I heard rumors Netflix and Nickelodeon are talking to join up. Yes. And, and destroy Disney Plus. I don't know if they will, <laughs> but this is day one, and I hear there's already 10 million subscribers. 
I'm wondering how many people got rid of their Netflix account. That's a good question. Like, is this a bad day for Netflix, or did people just add on to what they already had? It's so cheap, you might as well. So, anyway, anyway the other thing I noticed is that navigating around it seems fairly intuitive. We didn't really have to search for the search button or the uh, there's a little plus to add to your watch list. And that was pretty obvious in all the places we were looking for it. Yeah. Um, so thumbs up for an easy interface to sort through. Yeah. Let's let's actually switch into our power users guide. Ooh. And we don't have a bumper, but oh. welcome to the power users guide. Uh, I think we can do better than that. Welcome, power users. Good. Sure. Do 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 do. Anyway, do. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> okay, so what does that mean? Power okay, users? so let's first um, talk about the navigation. We we're right on the button earlier, but let's let's dive in a little bit more. Okay. Uh, the the very first thing that stood out to me after getting that remote and exploring and, and figuring out how things are laid out and what's there and where it is. I like the channels. Uh, I know there was, there's ways that we could um, pull up like old Disney channel stuff. And uh, they have things grouped really nicely so there's obvious movies, and then um, we even found feel-good sports movies. It, it was pretty nice to uh, to discover some what they had on there. They do a really good job of presenting that. And there are multiple ways to get to something. So you can either search, you can scroll through the things on the main page, uh, that are suggested for you and grouped, as Jay has said. Or kind of like Netflix. They have the the grouping. Yeah, it's it's very similar to Netflix um, and how you can either find things by scrolling through. They've got groupings that are like beasts and monsters or uh, throwbacks that are like Disney Channel movies and TV shows or... Um, nostalgic movies, and they've got all movies from like the nineties and eighties, and yeah, feel good sports movies there is a is. category. There it is, and the first ones that show up are uh, the Sandlot and Rookie of the Year and Remember the Titans. Oh, Mickey through the through the years, How Mickey cool. Mouse through the years. So the first one that shows up is Steamboat Willie, but they have all of these Mickey Mouse cartoons. Uh, from the very oldest to the very newest. That's great. Uh, so a lot of options here. It's fun to just scroll through, and and they're definitely not like generic categories. They put some thought into how they're grouping things. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to find what what you didn't know you wanted. There Maybe you that's go. the best way that's to say it. it. <laughs> okay, now let's talk about accounts. So... We can have seven accounts on our one channel. And with our accounts one... Accounts meaning I could set up a Andrea only J do not check it. Yes. Account and, and watch whatever I want. Get your princess on. Mm. And then... For Star Wars. There you go. 
By the way, listeners, if you haven't picked up on this, Jay's actually a Trekkie. So a couple of episodes back when he was really pushing Star Trek instead of Star Wars, I listened. I heard that. Yes. yes. Not okay. We'll we'll just just wait until Disney buys Star <laughs> Trek. Then then everybody's ears are going to change. Okay, so um, so seven accounts on this one account. I I don't know what, what the best way of saying that is, but four simultaneous streams. So if I'm logged in on my laptop and you're down in the theater, we can both be watching and also be watching on our phones. <laughs> So in case we would be excessive, (laughs) but if you're sharing between you and three of your closest friends, you could all be watching at the same time and it won't boot you off. That's right. Um, and one thing I thought was great about the accounts was the icons and the, and the, to choose which user account they have over 200 pictures and everything from Star Wars to Marvel oh, to Disney. Your profile picture. Profile yeah. picture. And, and uh, what did you pick? At first, I think I went with You some, were going to pick a panda or something. Oh, it's cute. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Uh, Out of all the options, you're like, I'll just do this. Then went Mandalorian <laughs> because we just watched Mandalorian. And it was pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, so we'll get to more of that down at the end of the show. Um, so did you have anything else about accounts that, that you're like, wow, I know nothing about the accounts. Well, one of the cool things about the accounts is you can choose to add to your favorite. So you can create your own personalized, oh, I don't, I want to watch this list. Mm. I think that's Mm -hmm. pretty common amongst all of them, but you can do that here and it's day one. So that's pretty neat. Um, there's also... Now, video quality, everybody's getting 4K TVs, 8K. I don't think 16K is yet out on the market yet, but it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That's obscene. I know. There's a lot of Ks in that. Mm. Um, so, what I found really interesting is all of this defaults to maximum quality. Mm-hmm. So, there's 4K and Ultra HD videos default which is great especially when you're watching the mandalorian or the national geographic and also the uh, avengers is oh. considered ultra hd Ooh. so yeah that's pretty exciting uh but yeah i think there was a moment when i was we were watching and i said andrea this this is 4k i'm pretty sure this is 4k and he was so excited yeah i, I don't notice these things so it doesn't matter to me uh, but I'm glad he was happy. Yes. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but this does bubble up an issue. The Simpsons is kind of making big news right now. Oh, I saw an article about this today. What's and, the problem? What What was the issue that well, popped up? The issue is that they're blowing up SD, which the Simpsons is old enough that it's pretty much been through all the formats. So it started off in four by three SD and that's a square right now. Everybody's TVs are 16 by nine, which is a sideways rectangle, like Mm -hmm. a movie screen. So they solved it by blowing it up and cropping the top and the bottoms. 
So you're missing part of the picture. Oh, and or, when you're cropping an animated series, you might be missing something. Exactly. And that's what's happening. Or there's unnatural pull in the, like, the, They're the picture. They're stretching it? Stretching it. Oh, man. Yeah. So have they announced any plans to fix it? Not I don't yet. know. I don't know. But what's interesting, while you're napping, I watched the TV show from the 90s called Gargoyles. I remember Gargoyles. You yeah. watched that without me? <laughs> you were napping. Oh. <laughs> so you go to sleep for 15 minutes and flip it on. Watches things without you. Well, grumble, uh, grumble. so Gargoyles <laughs> is does retain its 4x3 SD. Oh. Aspect ratio, which is interesting, and it kind of makes you scratch your head. Why are the Simpsons having this issue when Gargoyles is fine? Like, well, just I'm imagining they probably had to put in some work to stretch and crop and all the things. So maybe they just did that for their big featured one, but it really backfired on them. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But, I mean, a lot of Simpsons is SD. So, or, sorry, S-E-H-D mm. now. So, it's fine. Yeah. Okay, grumble, now. Grumble, grumble. I know. No one's happy, even <laughs> with <laughs> the best. Everyone has to complain. I can tell you that the best thing could happen to the planet. Like, oh, we cured hunger. Somebody would be mad. You know? It's Somebody just, would be like, well, now I won't sell any Cheez-Its. I know. Yeah. Actually, a lot of the food industry would be upset if we figured out a way to cure hunger. Well, it's not biological hunger. It's people starving to death is what I was talking about. Uh Well, yeah. Uh, Let me think of a group. I'll get back to you. That would be upset about that. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, that's true. Okay. Although it'd be nice if they could cure biological hunger. Just done with food. Yeah. That'd be pretty efficient. People would lose weight. Then we could really well, binge. Emotional eating would happen anyway. We could really binge yeah. Disney Plus if we didn't have to eat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, let's go over the original content. Let's do it. All right. So. Uh, so I'm going to click. There's a little star at the top and next to it, it says originals. So I'm just going to click on that and see what comes up. All right. So we have the Mandalorian. Lady and the Tramp, and that's a movie, and it's animated, but or not animated, it's CG, live action. Yeah, I think they used real dogs, but then they kind of CG'd oh. some of them. Or maybe Lion King did. No, Lion King did not use real lions. Yeah, well, they might have used the same way with this. No, I read something that they actually used real dogs. Really? Yeah. That's oh, interesting. Well, but maybe they did something. Where they're actually acting. I don't know. Okay. I'm making stuff up now. Let's just keep moving. Yes. Yes. Jay's yes. giving me a look like, don't speak if you don't know what you're talking no, about. No, I was just I was just <laughs> seeing where you're going with this because I knew you were. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, a high, high school, school musical, musical. The musical. The series. That is the name. <laughs> what a name. Encore. Yes. The World According to Jeff Goldblum. A documentary series following Jeff Goldblum as he explores the world, which I guess he's never done before. Can we call him Adult Forky? Is he? Think about it. There's a series called Forky, Ask a Question. So it's Jeff Goldblum, Ask a Question. But he seems like a pretty with it guy. 
And they're having him do things like try ice cream. Has he never had ice cream before? We haven't watched this. Is is that really a thing? I I, I mean, for based on what I read, it's like Jeff Goldblum eats ice cream and... Really? And in, I, I don't know. We should watch it before we talk about it. I still, I want to call it Adult Forky. Okay. All right. Noel, which is the Christmas movie with Anna Kendrick as um, Santa Claus's daughter. And that looks really funny. I want to see that. Yeah. Marvel Hero Project, the Imagineering story. What is, well, Forky asks a question. That's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pixar in real life. Spark Shorts, Family Sundays. Yeah. And with that, I think it's safe to transition into our reviews of what we watched. Well, we can finally talk about what we watched. I know. It's been like boiling in my brain all day today. Okay. So we only meant to watch like one or two things. But then more happened. Yeah. So I guess a streaming service also works well in that it sucks you in. You can also and turn... And you could spend all evening in front of the television. It is true. In accounts, you can turn off autoplay. Yes, that is good. We so you don't that have to late. like dive for the remote to stop the next episode. I from hate happening. that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just for the listeners to know, there could, well, there totally there will be spoilers. spoilers. So if you haven't seen um, Encore, Marvel Hero Project, Mandalorian, or Forky Asks a Question, now would be a good time to turn off the podcast. But subscribe. But subscribe. Yeah. To the podcast? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Unlike Disney Plus, it does not cost anything to subscribe to our podcast. That is true. Okay, so moving on. Encore. Encore. What did you think? All right, let's explain it. Okay, so these are folks who were in a play or a musical in high school, and they're now middle-aged. Um, I'm going to say they were in high school in the 90s. So, so 25 years Gen or X, yeah. and they're now um, parents, and they've got real jobs, and they've got their own lives. and they got a grind. They've got a grind. And so for f- a week, they come back, and they get back together, and they put on the same production that they did back in high school. Which... I think is what a concept. And to help them, they bring in Broadway director, choreographer, and music director to help them with the singing, the dancing, all of that. And they also bring in a whole specialty crew that makes the scenery and the costumes and does like professional hair and makeup and everything. And so it like really looks nice too. Yeah. Okay, so what are your thoughts on it? Because I think we have we share the same enjoyment of this. And I'm going to say I enjoyed what they did on stage and learning how to do on stage just as much as what happened behind the stages uh, and in the wings. I love this. I was a theater kid all the way through school and seeing... And thinking about, like, what would it be like to go back to high school theater and talking to the people now and, like, finding out kind of more about them than you ever knew before because they're all sitting around and talking on their breaks and it's kind of a reality thing. They pick it all up and what I find, 
But it's also interesting to see people who aren't performers now having to pick up those skills again. Yeah. Which is really fun to see, and it's fun to see them get more confident as the week goes on. What I found really interesting, at least from the the behind you know waiting in the wings section the the drama or the reality show section is that now in high school you have a mindset and it's totally unrealistic and then now that these people know how to um communicate how to uh socialize and be respectful and open up then they are treating each other differently. Like the guy who never talked, he was too scared. He was a Jehovah's witness. He never had relationships. <laughs> no one said hi to him, but then at the end, everybody just loved him. Yeah. And he really opened up and said, Hey, here, what was going on with me in high school. And I got past all that. And they're all like, wow, we had no idea. And so you get that whole element of it too. And then at the end, you get to see them perform this thing, and their families are just, like, in awe of them. And that's really cool, too. So I understand why Kristen Bell's in there, but I don't agree with it. I feel that she's forced. I feel that it's unnecessary, and it's just a big name to sell it. Yeah, I think that's true. Because we didn't even see her until the end. She showed up for the final performance, and she's like, hey, guys, and gave them an inspirational speech about how cool theater is, and then she watched the show. Oh, introduced the show and took her seat, and that was all she had to do. So, but... I mean, really, would we have watched it if she wasn't up, like, fronting it and selling it? I think I knew you were into theater. I know you're into theater, so I I think I would have watched it anyway. But, yeah, you kind of need star power, and that's what she brings. Yep. So blatant star power. But that's my only critique is Kristen Bell, who's pleasant, and I love her, so why not? Um Moving on, Marvel Hero Project. Marvel Hero Project. So the Marvel Hero Project is kind of, how can I put this? I think it's it's brilliant for the right reasons. And it's the crew at Marvel takes these cases and finds these kids who are extraordinary, who are living an above average life, who are living more or less a quote-unquote superhero. The first example that we saw in this episode was a girl who was just born without part of her arm. And every she was fine. Everything is fine, but it's a social thing, and it's really hard on her, and she's in high school now, or middle school now. Middle school, yeah. But because of this, people were always cautious around her or, you know, doing double takes or just being nervous and she's just a normal girl but she got the opportunity to design a arm cannon like not every everybody that has normal arms can't just add stuff to their you know being and she can she can add to her body and so she built her own sparkle cannon in the shape of a unicorn horn. And she shoots glitter at people. But there was more to the story than that. There was the whole, like, I'm designing things to... Um, it's not really a disability, because... Uh, 
She's fine. She's fine, but she's different. Yeah. And instead of trying to hide it and be embarrassed by it, she's decided to design this thing that makes it fun to have this and and only people in her same situation could use it. But then she also takes that message no, that message out to other people with disabilities she takes that message out to other designers and talks about designing for people with disabilities so things are more accessible to everybody and so she's got this whole big platform where she's looking out for the other kids who are different but she's also encouraging the world to do better well and to accept it's not anything that it's some. It's, it takes something that they f- may feel sad about, and now makes them feel like a hero about. How cool is that? So what Marvel has done is made them into a superhero. They drew her, drew her a comic, uh, made this really inspirational uh, letter, and made a huge donation, Tony Stark size donation to a charity uh, for this type of thing, and it. Um, and just sharing her story. And I think that's what's funny is I think this is the most human and the most real stories I've heard in a long time. And it's coming from a fictitious Marvel superhero company. And I think it's just really clever. I think it's great and encouraging. And it's just if you want to cry and feel warm fuzzies, watch the Marvel Hero Project. It was a feel good, definitely. I will say something controversial and say that maybe it should have been 30 minutes instead of an hour. There was a lot there. Yeah. Because there, there were a lot of, I mean, they told us what she did, but there were a lot of shots that were kind of repetitive of her saying the same things or just hugging a bunch of different kids with disabilities. Yeah. Which is great and it's very sweet, but it felt like it kind of, the pacing was off. In my opinion, it didn't bother me. I didn't notice it until you pointed it out. And I'm like, yeah. But then at the same time, there was a moment where I couldn't talk at the end. Like <laughs> when she was getting her award, I'm like, Andrea, don't talk. I'm. It's everything I can do to keep it in. <laughs> oh, he teared up at yes, the end. Yes, <laughs> um, All right. And then let's talk about Forky. Forky asks a question. This is is three minutes. It was very short, but delightful. Oh, Jay, what'd you think? I could, I could leave it. Really? Honestly, take it or leave it. I'd leave it. It sounds, it was so, it was stupid. It was like, why am I, I'm a grown adult. Why am I watching this? (laughs) He wanted to know what money was. And then uh, Ham pulled out a quarter and he goes, ooh, is that a lady on it? Pointing to George Washington. And that was kind of funny. Here's my question. Do you think a child who didn't know what money is would actually learn what money is? No, because they of wouldn't. It's purely entertainment, but it's also geared towards younger folk. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. It was, I will admit that it's goofy and fun, but it all—it just seemed like they're trying so hard. That's just my I devote re- three minutes a week to it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have, if it was 30 minutes, I would turn it off. But three minutes, I could watch it. Harsh critic. Okay, last one. The Mandalorian. Oh, my God. We had no idea, and like most people, no idea what the Mandalorian was. We are, full disclosure, 
Star Wars fans. And we have watched every Star Wars multiple times. Even I used the- to have them memorized. And I dressed as Princess Leia in fifth grade for Heck Halloween. Yeah, she did. Yeah, I did. Um, anyway, so we f- finally watched The Mandalorian. And the story is follows a bounty hunter. And the bounty hunter is obviously collecting bounties. Now, this is a Mandalorian, which is a type of bounty hunter, which is legendary. Hold up. Mandalorian, I'm looking this up on Wikipedia uh, for all you Star Wars nerds out there. There is a Wikipedia where you can look up all these things. Uh, But Mandalorians are from the planet Mandalore. um, And they're legendary warriors who uh, traditionally fight against Jedi. Fun fact. Um, So I read a little bit about this today. Um, They had a largely martial history, meaning that they're very warmongering people. They're warriors. They're tough. They're brave. Um, and then they had all these internal struggles where some of them broke off and wanted to be peaceful. Anyway, so Mandalorian, they're just talking about he is from this planet. He is a warrior. And so you meet him and you're following him around collecting bounties. Now, the very first bounty he collects is this like chummy blue guy. And he is kind of goofy and... Somehow, I liked him. I thought he was fun. He was a good character. He was interesting. And the way the Mandalorian collected him, he was a total badass. He didn't, like, even say a word, but he caught all his little tricks. And he ended up freezing him in carbonite. Pretty neat. Yeah, pretty, like, didn't say a word, came down. The guy was poking around looking for a way to escape, and bam, frozen in carbonite. Yeah, so then we get to him being more hungry. He's like, I want a big bounty. And he visits, uh, I forget the actor's name, and he delivers a, he's like, okay, here's all these I have. And he's like, nah, not enough. Okay, there's this one that's unstoppable. All you get is a tracking beacon in an yeah. age. We'll get, we can't tell you anything else about the target. And uh, so he accepts it and flies to this planet and right away lands on a really cute monster. Like he lands. What are they called? Blorgs? Blorgs, something like that. And it almost looks like a piranha only as a dinosaur with legs. Just two legs, not four legs. (laughs) Yeah, and they're really cute. Well, and they've got like little arms that are kind of useless. Yeah. But I want one. Yes. (laughs) So, and he has to learn to ride this Blarg to get across the planet. Well, and and he runs into somebody who's like, oh, you're a you're a bounty hunter right well and not only just any bounty hunter you're a mandalorian you're a mandalorian we so know. you'll make quick work of it yeah it's what everyone says and we kind of get the impression that everyone knows oh you're a mandalorian so you're going to be competent and awesome yeah. so anyway it goes through and he goes through his adventure and he you meet a droid who is a um also a bounty bounty hunter. bot or something yeah. bounty droid yeah 
lovable. How did they do that? It's <laughs> Mangle was looking like the Matrix shooting shooting people crazy, and he was lovable and funny, and they killed him. <gasps> spoiler. A little bit of spoiler. <laughs> we shouldn't do the big spoiler at the end. I what? don't think so. Well, we've already spoiled everything else. No, I don't think. Okay, so let's shift gears. We've told basically the plot of this thing so yeah. far. This is a TV show, and so far they've only put out Ep 1. Yeah. This felt like Star Wars. This felt like original Star Wars. It's set five years after Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And the Empire's been destroyed. There are all these like little remote outposts. It feels very much like the original three movies, and I was there for it. The tech, it felt like they pulled in the little periscopes, and it felt like, okay, this is the future, but like the 70s version of the future, you know? <laughs> they had the, the doorbell circle guy that comes out and goes, and like blinks and he goes why because (laughs) and goes back in and then opens the door Uh, and they had the trash can droid yep oh and then they had the little uh creature that lived on java and i knew his name well i forget his name but uh oh the guy with big ears and the obnoxious laugh yeah yeah and they were like roasting (laughs) yeah he was literally being roasted on a fire and another one was just watching yes and it was really quick but like i laughed out loud the details there i kind of want to watch it again just to pick up all the details yeah so they did a really good job with the world building they did a really good job making it look like the original movies and at the end i leaned over to andrew and the music's beautiful beautiful I leaned over to Andrea and I said, this is the first time in six movies that this felt like the original trilogy. And yeah, I'm I'm really excited for the rest of the show because just having that feeling back again of watching the original movies for the first time is oh. just awesome. Once again, ow, I can hear you yelling at your headphones and your speakers in your car. Jay, Andrea. When is the next episode coming out? Do we have to wait a whole week? No. No, you don't. It releases on Friday. But then after that, it's a week by week, right? Yeah, it's week by week. And I think it's doing something special for the rise of Star Wars. There is something I'm not, I don't want to speculate. Obviously, as our podcast goes further, we'll get more information. I don't want to spread rumors, but rumors are Rumors, rumors, rumors. And um, so great show. If you like Star Wars, please. I'm, I'm pretty sure you will like this. I would pay $7 just to watch what we watched. Really? Yep. Wow. And now it's like I have the entire Disney archive at my fingertips yeah we started looking up movies that are on our list next to watch animated movies and we're still back in the late 1940s and they had most of them yeah uh so that's pretty awesome oh my gosh this has been wonderful thank you so much for joining us if you have any questions fire them our way if you have any thoughts about the podcast or or want to donate i would say save your money throw it towards disney plus because we want this to be free 
If you want to leave your own review or tell us what you thought of some of this original content, you can click on a link on the bottom of the podcast and leave us a, basically a voicemail. Yeah. Uh, so that'd be pretty cool. Until next time, keep it real. <laughs> <laughs>